Good morning. Today's class is sponsored by Anonymous. For Anonymous for my daughter to get into Jewish school, for success in her jobs, for success in Emunah, and happiness and health for her and her daughter, and of course for every Jew, and to find a husband. Zerat Hashem also in the Lunishman Yerachmiel Dienu Ben Gedali, Lunishman Tzin Ben Neima, success and Yerachemayim of Lishav Aruvah, Gadiel Ben Lishav, Shefan Lishav, Emel Lishav, Reina Malka Batov Basha. Zerat Hashem this Tuesday night, big event in the Shulabal Harbor. I believe it starts at eight o'clock on success and happiness. Really, really excited about this class, and that is going to be Tuesday night. Okay, today's class we're going to take a book called Health, a book called Health and Recovery. Uh, another book called Let It Go, and another book called The Gift. So today we're going to talk about the importance of dealing with unconscious guilt. And I can tell you that today this is something that unfortunately has, is running a lot of people's lives. Unconscious guilt. Why I spoke about this uh, topic. Once in a while I get my massage and... I listen to an hour and a half of pretty much an audio book, which is, is it's great therapy for me because I can focus, I can get a massage, I can get two things at once. And it was just talking about how, how, how David Lee, not David Lieberman, but David Hawkins was talking about how much unconscious guilt is connected to healing. You know, sometimes we feel, oh, we, you know, I'm being punished for this, I'm being punished for that. And just connecting to this part of the week that God, his 13 attributes are revealed to us. If you recognize his 13 attributes, there's nothing but mercy in heaven. There is nothing but mercy in heaven. Our creator is so forgiving. He's so patient with us. But unfortunately, if we don't have that view of him as forgiving, patient, we believe that we're in a world of unrealistic uh, religious obligations or, you know, guilt or too much guilt. And you know, this is the reason why a lot of people become atheists, because they don't want to deal with the guilt. They said, I'd rather just not deal with the guilt. And become an atheist, and and this is the, and he says this is the the core root of why people turn to atheism. They just don't want to deal with the guilt. They don't want to deal with the guilt. But who says you have to deal with the guilt in the first place? One thing is being embarrassed. One thing is having remorse. But the guilt is is our own is our own head. And reading this book on from from uh, Edith Hager, she says nobody rejects you but you, the prison of guilt and shame. And it says it took her decades. Look, this is a very deep concept. It took her decades to forgive herself for surviving. She survived the Holocaust. Imagine she survived, and the whole time, how come I survived and somebody else? And as Jews also, we were born with so much guilt. And a lot of this is coming from our childhood. And unfortunately, if we don't recognize this, you're going to be punished if you don't do this. You're going to do this. It's always like, you're going to punish if you don't do her homework. We pick up these programs in, in our childhood, and unfortunately, these programs run our lives. As mothers uh, or as fathers, oh, I could have been better. My child is this way because I could have been better. Um, I could be better in better shape all the time. Everything could be better. But if you live like that, you'll never be happy. Everything could be better. You could always do better. And I recognize myself. Sometimes I'm judging myself too harshly. You know, you know the class could have been done better. But I'm like, be, be, be kind to yourself. You can't have 350 classes a year and expect to be on the money every single time. It's just not happening. Be kind to yourself. So one of the things is the importance of being kind to yourself and forgiving oneself. Forgiving oneself. Because if you don't have that forgiveness, all you want to do is you're, you're, you're unconsciously you're, you're punishing yourself by constantly you know, negative self-speech. And this is very, very connected today. So unconscious guilt leads to a limited belief system. 
And a limited belief system, I'm sorry, unconscious guilt leads to a limited belief system. A limited belief system fuels your negative self-worth. And then all of a sudden this becomes a constant, uh, do I deserve it, do I not deserve it? And this is what we're going to talk about today. Really dealing with the unconscious guilt. The solution for it is the old-fashioned Azamra from Rabbi Nachman, Lesson 282, which talks about forgiving oneself, loving oneself, accepting, being a good-aholic, good enoughist instead of a hardaholic. It's good enough. I could do be- yes, I could do better. It's good enough. But this God created us to live. The Torah should be lived, not to die with it. And I see today the, you know, we, we, oh, we didn't do this. So I'm going to get upon it. It's, it's just too much of a robotic, um, roboticness. And, and this is why a lot of people are checking out. Because they, their view of God is he, he's punitive. If you don't do this, you're going to get punished. And this mindset is, doesn't exist. It's not realistic. It's just this is how we were, you know, you, you, you basically were brought up in this, in this system that you think that's reality. And this is why it doesn't feel good. So guilt, one particular form of fear, fear is the form is what we call guilt. Guilt is also say, always associated with the feeling of wrongness. And potential punishment. Anytime you're thinking guilt, remember, it's not that you could say walk around do what you want. No, that's not. We're not saying that. But the Torah's message is remorse is okay. Doing, taking accountability to get better, coming back with love, being embarrassed. That's a. It's okay. Okay, I'm embarrassed. I could have done better. But when you walk around with this guilt, it's like basically saying I should be punished. And when something happens, you get into a car accident, you see, God's paying me back for this. God's paying me back for this. It's always about you. You understand? Every time we have a mindset of guilt, it's always about you. you something happens, instead of saying, wow, it's a, it's a growth experience, maybe God wants to teach you a lesson, oh, I'm getting punished, it's my fault, this is why it happened. You understand? You become arrogant. It becomes a form of small-mindedness and arrogance. And obviously, when I'm small-minded and arrogant, what am I thinking about my Creator, my Father? My Father in Heaven just wants to punish me. And my Father in Heaven is nothing but mercy, 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 mercy. But you could just see how much this happens. And I have a lot of friends that they won't treat themselves to say anything. And they're saying, wow, nice watch, nice this. Why can't I treat myself? Well, there's nothing wrong with treating yourself to things. But they have so much guilt that they don't believe that they, they, they well, I could, I could do more for my, my kids. Why should I buy myself a watch? It just becomes a, a world of unconscious guilt. And what happens when you're unconscious guilt? You, you start thinking you don't deserve anything. And then what happens? The world shows you what you deserve, which is nothing. Because this is exactly what you're holding. If punishment is not forthcoming from the external world, it expresses itself as a self-punishment on an emotional level. Guilt accompanies all kinds of negative emotions where fear is guilt, where there's fear is guilt. If you think you're a guilty thought and somebody had tested your muscle strength, you've automatically gone weak. One of the things I recognize that it's crazy how much stress weakens your body 50%. And I know when I'm going, my, my body feels it. When my body's just taking a hit, it's, only, it's not because I'm working out more. It's the same schedule as before. It's stress weakens your body 50%. I think that was, was amazing. You know, there's weeks that I got to get three massages because I'm so... It weakens your body. It weakens your ability to recover. It weakens your ability to your mind. So you can understand how much of this, if we have this unconscious guilt, all we're doing is just creating weakness in our body. And then we start creating more and more guilt, etc. 99% of guilt has nothing whatsoever to do with reality. In fact, most people 
recognize that guilt is only self-condemnation, self-invalidation over worth as a human being. Guilt is prevailed as fear. We feel guilty no matter what. A woman that's working, all of a sudden she's working, she's working on her career. Oh my God, I feel guilty I'm not with my kids. Oh my God, I feel guilty of this. There's There's no end to it. There's no end to the enormous amount of guilt. My creator, I didn't wake up on time. Guilt, guilt. I can't tell you how important it is to forgive yourself. You have to have a concept of I love. And this is not just some new, uh, you know, positive feeling. No, it's because this, uh, when you have this unconscious guilt, it's going to run every single program in your life. Even when something good happens to your life, what are you going to say? Oh, it's not going to last. Do you understand how bad it is? Even if you, all of a sudden you're on a date and you, have a, you meet somebody really nice. Oh, I know it's not going to work. Eventually they're going to dump me because nothing, it's not going to last forever. Even that you can't. So all of a sudden you'll sabotage. People in recovery, they start doing really, really well. Well, how long is this going to last? Why would you do that? Why would you talk like that? Because of this unconscious guilt. You don't deserve it. You're basically saying you don't deserve it. And you have to recognize where this program came from. The program came from... You and you were a child. I'm going to be punished. I'm going to be this. God's going to punish. Are you the wrong teacher? We just have to recognize. It just be mindful of where these programs are coming from that are not real. And these programs are really coming from this constant guilt of control, of you know, uh, control or other people controlling you. And instead of saying, you could do better, Gedalia, you could do better, versus you're not good enough. See the difference? I could do better versus I'm not good enough. You're not going to, you're going to do punish with that. I never tell people, listen, you're going to get punished if you do this. You're going to say, listen, you're leaving a lot of, a lot of bracha on the table. That's my method. I always never say you're going to be punished for this. You never heard the word hell, punishment for my classes. You're going to say, listen, you're leaving a lot of stuff off the table. Ultimately, you want to be free. And if this program is running your life, you're not going to be free. The whole Torah is telling us, get out of, get, get into freedom. There's a message to the Torah telling us, get into freedom. Again, same thing, codependency relationships based on unconscious guilt. I have to, be, I have to do more for her. I'm not doing enough. You're never going to do enough for anybody at the end of the day. But, and you're never going to please everybody. And that's because you're going in the wrong direction. You say, we should make love better, we should play golf better, we should work out better, I should be skinnier, I should be prettier, I should put myself together more. Yes, we should, should, should. But every time you should, you're basically sending, I'm not doing enough, I'm not improving myself. And this causes, this causes sadness. And this adds to the unconscious guilt. And this, what happens is, is practically, in a practical level, when you are not feeling good about yourself, your, your brain and your mind is weakened. Your mind is weakened, your body is weakened, so you don't have the willpower to even when things when you want to do things, it's running on a different operating system. But when you're basimcha, when you're a joy, your mind is free. You have more clarity. You have more direction. This is why it's so important to work on this. Remaining, remaining unconscious guilt of repression, however, does not solve it. The guilt reemerges in a self-punishment through accidents, misfortune, loss of jobs, relationships, physical disease. Sickness, tiredness, exhaustion, multiple ways uh, to figure out how to bring joy, uh, loss. Guilt represents death, just as love represents life. Guilt represents punishment. Love represents life. Love yourself more and have less guilt. And that's one thing that I worked on myself. 
Stop being such a hardaholic. Stop being so hard on yourself. Be kind. You're going to make mistakes. Who cares? You're not going to make everybody happy. You could spend more time with the kids. Do what you can. You could wake up earlier. Do what you can. Do what you can. But don't walk around with this excessive arrogance of guilt that I never do enough. And it's not, you're not doing more for heaven. You're putting yourself in an impossible situation to win. Remember, God only punished us when we were not doing mitzvahs with happy, not when we were not performing enough mitzvahs. It's because when we're doing it, it becomes a rote, it becomes guilt and punishment. And Rabbi Nachman frowned upon this practice. He frowned upon people making extra stringencies for no reason, just because they lacked belief in themselves. They lacked belief in themselves, so they thought they had to create more stringencies and create more, more stringencies themselves to make up for their unconscious guilt. You are created, the Torah is created to give to humans. God does not need angels. He already has plenty of them. He needs humans who love themselves because your ability to love yourself is your ability to love others. If you're walking around with unconscious guilt, you're not going to be able to give the 100% of what you, what you can give to the world. And remember, most of the energy that we get back in our life comes from growing and giving. And we can't grow if we're perfectionist that nothing's good enough, we'll never be able to grow, and you can't grow if you are constantly uh, into yourself all the time. So this is why you have to work on, I forgive myself, I forgive others. Why? Because my Creator is extremely forgiving. This is exactly the part of the week. 13 attributes of mercy, they just sin with the golden calf. It's a primary example to say, well, God doesn't remind them, you sin with the golden calf, you sin with the golden calf, He didn't tell them all the time. Just go build a Mishkan. Go build. Go love yourself. Go, go, go pick up the good points in yourself. And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman tells us. Mimics are morning, early mornings. The early morning ritual that we all have is all about finding the good points in ourselves. It's exactly what you do. Thank you for making me this and not making me that. Gratitude and finding good points. That's exactly what we're doing in the morning because we're stirring that compassion that we shouldn't be having anyway. This is the root, and you see where this is rooted, rooted in Adam and Chava. That what it happens when they made the sin, their bodies were all of a sudden guilt came and shame came. And that's where the guilt and shame came to the world. And instead of Adam just taking responsibility and said, listen, I made a mistake, what it happens? He, 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 he ran away. He ran away out of guilt. It's destroying our lives, and it makes our bodies sick. It makes our bodies sick. Guilt represents death, just as represents life. Guilt is a smaller self and underlies our willingness to believe the negative things about ourselves. When I feel guilty, when I get something happens to me, automatically I'm going to blame myself. Automatically I'm going to blame myself. I'll never think about a lesson. I'll lose money. And say, oh, I could have been better. I should have had more bitachon. I should have had this. I could have given more chair. You can't live like that. I'm getting sued. You see, I'm getting punished for this. You can't live like that. This is only your projection that's not reality. And this is causing you to be more sad, which is not allowing you to connect to your creator. Because your creator, you can only connect to your creator through happiness. And you can't create, connect to your creator if you have some unconscious guilt all the time. Because you're, you're, you're recognizing, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to be in a good relationship. So we, we create fear, sabotage, we, all kinds of emotions just to find a way to sabotage so we don't get it. So, okay, at least I got part of it. Now I feel good about myself. Why do we buy into so much garbage? It's not because of our very innocence. It's not because of that we grew up and we trusted others telling us the truth, and we, even currently. It's because we, we bought into it. We were naive, and we bought into a... We bought into a bunch of a bunch of stupidity. 
It is because of our own inner intelligence. This is why they always tell, go back to the inner child. The concept to always go back to the inner child, the soul, the child, the, the simple child, that the, the inner child that didn't have all this heavy weight when they were walking around. And we have to recognize here, most of us consciously program, boil down to the essential point, becomes aware of what we're buying into, what we're accepting daily. Once we have looked into deep in ourselves and found our inner, inner conscience, we will stop hating ourselves. We will stop condemning ourselves. We will stop buying in the condemnation of others and attempts to invalidate our self-worth. It is time that we re-own our power and stop giving away our energy to every scammer who tries to shake us, who tries to, uh, who tries to sh shake us, control us, etc. But this is always coming from, again, this is one of the importance. When I got divorced, I could have been a could I have been a better husband. Absolutely, could I have been a better yes. But it's time to move on, and move on. Am I going to punish myself by uh, uh, punish myself and not get into another relationship because of uh, what happened? And could have been better. Yes, anybody could be. We're all we're 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 completely imperfect. And when you have that attitude, you have no problems taking chances in life, making decisions in life, because it's, if things happen, I'm going to learn. It's not always about me. My creator always sometimes wants to teach me a tool. Sometimes I have to learn by experience, and experience is going to learn by failure. It's not always about me. But when you're walking around with unconscious guilt, everything becomes about you. You'll never see that there's a bigger picture going on that sometimes even the Gemara says, when, it, when a person says thank you when he's getting tested in heaven and he says thank you for the constriction he gets double so sometimes you even have to go through a test and the test is just to strengthen you it's not to punish you but again for walking around with unconscious guilt we're always thinking we're getting punished and this is one of the problems that i have with a lot of people i, I got to get them past that step that your creator is not out to get you. He's not out to get you. He's busier than other things. Just to go get out you and, and punish you for every little thing. So this is why, remember, when we, don't, when we don't believe we're worthy, what we do is we start punishing ourselves. We start punishing ourselves. And we start coming up with all kinds of uh, ridiculous views on life. And this is exactly what the Yetzirah doesn't want you to find out. The one thing that the world, he's saying the world, but I'm telling you, the one thing that the Yetzirah does not want us to find out is the real truth about ourselves. Why? Because then you'll become free. Do you understand why his Bodhidu talking to God is so important? You ask these questions in heaven, heaven, what's stopping me from succeeding? You'll get the message in your heart. Remember, our sages tell us that the answer to everything is in our heart. Bina. Through Bina is all constrictions. When a kid makes a mess, where does he go? His mom cleans up the diaper. Bina in Kabbalah refers to the mother. The mother is there to clean up the mess. Bina is understanding. When you're able to understand what you're going through, and you have deep contemplation of what you're going through, it, then that's where all dinim are, 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 are cleansed. And once the judgment is cleansed, because again, if I fall into a fallen judgment, a fallen guilt, my Creator has to do whatever He can to get me out of that. So this is why He makes things so obvious. The one thing the world doesn't want us to find out is the truth about ourselves. Why? Because we will become free and we can no longer be controlled, manipulated, exploited, drained, enslaved, imprisoned, or disempowered. How many of us have, have been affected by other people's behavior? 
How many people, how many, how many of us have our self-worth has been affected by the people's word? It's because, again, if we, you believed in yourself, you would never be able to take that hit. You would say, I'm, I know I'm better than that. I'm not your opinion. That's your opinion. But if you loved me, you wouldn't do that to me either. Do you understand? It's all, this is all displacement of energy. So this is the time that we have to really, really look in and you have the capacity to love ourselves increases your self-esteem and increases the ability to give to others. So this is the message that I really, really got. And thank God for the uh, back pain. So I had to get an extra hour massage. So I, I listened to an extra hour of it and it really opened up. See, even, even the back pain was for my for benefit. Because if it wasn't for the back pain, I'm like, okay, I need to go to get a massage. I can't move. That caused the extra, like, I need to go book a big one, book a, an hour and a half. And that allowed me to listen to an hour and a half. And I recognized, oh my God, there's so much unconscious guilt that we're carrying. Well, how come I'm not talking about that more? And then all of a sudden got to the book, etc., etc. And this is, he gives a beautiful analogy here. He gives a beautiful analogy. So again, the first step is definitely forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself. You have to erase the program that, that created it. And that's usually from your childhood. Don't do this, you're going to be punished. You do that, you don't, you don't learn on time, you're going to be punished. And this is, unfortunately, this is the kids. This is why a lot of people fall out of religion and come back through spirituality. And then through spirituality, they end up getting, getting back to Hasidus or another form, but through love. See, they usually the comeback, usually, if somebody comes back to, to, to Judaism, they, the higher they come back, when they come back after they've fallen, they come back through spirituality, they come back at a much higher level energy-wise, then they, they would have gotten there if they would have just got, did exactly what they were told. That's why the, the teshuva, the guy doing the batshuva gets to a higher level than the tzaddik because he hit such a lower level and he got such, such light from the darkness that he'll come back to the lower level. And this is why, you know, you ever hear this concept, buy one, get one off? This is exactly what happens. When you come back with love, all those sins, all the things that happened in the past, forget the guilt, they become mitzvahs. They become things that benefit you. So you can just see how, how clueless we are and how much we're, we're really programmed by complete nonsense. And how many times is the Torah telling us examples? David and Melech wasn't supposed to sin. Shem took away his dots, so or you fall in Bathsheba just to teach us. The Jews, they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have sinned. But the only reason why they sinned, Hashem put him in a situation to sin, to teach us all this concept of returning. Returning, not unconscious guilt. Listen to this, what he's saying. Beautiful, beautiful story. To the degree, the degree that we have not allowed ourselves to experience our reality of our true self is represented by resentment towards others who actually have done so. Right? When people are happy, what do we do? We, we just want to find a way to make them unhappy. Or we say, why are they so happy? Maybe they're doing something like this. Or maybe they're drugs. Or maybe they're on something else. And he says, he gives a great example. This, this story is, is a great story to present this. He gives us, there was a fisherman who all of a sudden the guy's f- fishing. He says to the fisherman, you better put a cover on that pail of crabs because they're going to come out. Well, no, says the worldwide fisherman. There's no need for that. You see the one crab crawls up on the side of the pail and gets up and the other crabs just grab him and pulls him right down. So there's no need to put a cover. The other guy was insecure. Oh, you're going to lose. You're going to fish. You're going to lose all your crabs. He's thinking everything's a loss. You're gonna, all the crabs are going to go out. He goes, no, I don't have to do anything. It's all going to, one crab is going to bring the other crab down. As we, so what he's saying, there's no, as we keep letting go, getting lighter and becoming more free, we will unfortunately see the nature of the world is just like a pail of crabs. And then the full extent of our negativity becomes apparent. When we are totally aware of the bill of goods that we have been sold, it is very likely that we will feel anger and a strong desire to become liberated from the constraints of negativity. So once you have to become aware of how much 
of this is running your life. And the step, the, the first thing I would do today for yourself is tremendous forgiveness. Treat yourself to kindness. Treat yourself to a massage. Treat yourself to something good. And recognizing you're completely imperfect. And Hashem, when you judge yourself favorably, He judges you favorably. Because as you treat others, is how your Creator is going to treat you. So just think about it. How, if I can, only, I can only treat others to the extent that I, 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 I treat myself. If I treat myself good, then I can treat you good. Then heaven treats me good. But if I don't have compassion for myself and I can't have compassion for people, then my Creator cannot have compassion for myself. Do you understand? It's like a crazy loop. And the reason why would you not want to treat yourself good, why would you not let go, is again, because of this, the, uh, the, uh, being uncomfortable with loving oneself, being vulnerable. All of this is coming from, and again, it's, I would say this, it's more predominantly in the Jewish world that we see this. There's so much guilt, so much worry, so much, you know, so much things that we have to really, really remove. And that's going to help everything. You're going to be free. Your energy is going to rise. Everything's going to change about yourself. So no more guilt. It's okay to have remorse. You have a mis- you make a mistake. Tell Hashem I made a mistake. I could do ba- I could do better. Reflect, but not have unconscious guilt, etc. This is all forms of sabotage, punishment. Even when you're you know how many people get into relationships, they tell me, yeah, I'm in this relationship, but I don't think it's the last. She's too good for me. Well, what do you expect? I mean, what what, what can you possibly expect from that relationship? She's eventually going to leave me. Or he's too good for me. And then what happens to that person? They try to be super over nice to them. And then they end up leaving them. Because they don't believe it. Even though they're, they're amazing good people. But inside, but inside, what they think about themselves is completely different. So may Hashem help us all. May Hashem help us all. This will help, by the way, everything. Your relationship with your kids. Your relationship with your, We can all be better parents. We can all be stronger, we can all be healthier, we can all be skinnier, we can all work out better, we can all learn better, we can all be nicer to people. But it's okay. We're not perfect. Everybody can be better. But don't say the word should. Because should is saying you're not doing enough. Do as much as you can. Do as much as you can. But most importantly, walk around with a smile, with love, with compassion, forgiveness. And that's one thing about his bodhidut. Forgiveness. Start with forgiveness, gratitude. Put yourself in, a, in, a, in that good nakuda in the morning. May Hashem help us all that we should all walk around. Hashem, get rid of these limited belief systems. But first start with, with self-love. Have a great day.